In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our text is taken from the Gospel for this day, Matthew 13, verses 47 through 52. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was thrown into the sea and gathered fish of every kind. When it was full, men drew it ashore and sat down and sorted the good into containers, but threw away the bad. So it will be at the close of the age. The angels will come out and separate the evil from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all these things? They said to him, Yes. And he said to them, Therefore every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like a master of a house who brings out of his treasure what is new and what is old. In Matthew 13, our Lord Jesus Christ compares the kingdom of heaven to many day-to-day -day things. A net, a field, treasure in the field, a merchant's quest for pearls, a learned scribe. Let me make another mundane comparison. The kingdom of heaven is like pie. Most pie is made in two stages. First, the crust or shell is made. It comes first, but it is not the most important part. Then is made the filling, what the shell contains. It's what the pie is named for, whether apple or coconut cream. You don't serve one without the other. You don't throw away the less important shell just because the more important filling is here. Well, the kingdom of heaven, God's rule in the hearts of believers, was prepared in that way. The old covenant with Moses was prepared first. The special law given to Israel showed God's gracious will for all people that they live in love and a particular mode of worship was given, wherein Israel was the nation of priests offering sacrifice and pointing to a coming Messiah. That Messiah, our Lord Jesus Christ, established the new covenant based on his own sacrifice of the cross, based on his own resurrection to fill in the crust of the old covenant, not destroying, but fulfilling it. These two covenants are to be proclaimed to all people, to incorporate all people into the church, the kingdom of God. Therefore, Christ asks his disciples if they understand the nature of the kingdom they are to proclaim. And then he declares, every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like a master of a house who brings out of his treasure what is old and what is new. So let's meditate on this central idea. Scribes instructed in the kingdom of God, that is, Christians who understand their faith, teach things old or universal and new, unique to Christ. Now a scribe in our Lord's day, was someone who made copies of the scripture. 
There were no printing presses. So in order to get a copy for your synagogue or to get a copy of the scriptures for your own personal study, you had to have someone make a copy for you. The scribes then would copy the scriptures carefully, word for word. And in the course of this, they got to know the scriptures very well. After you've made a few copies, you might be able to serve as a, a lawyer in religious law or the leader of a synagogue. So scribe instructed in the kingdom of God knows the scripture and is a Christian who understands the faith. Now the law of God addresses common needs and concerns of all people. It is what you have in your storehouse that's old and universal. Now a witch doctor or shaman sold a tree spirit potion, but went out of business when people stopped believing in tree spirits. Some versions of Christianity are like this, appealing only to other Christians who already share their beliefs. They seem unable to win converts from the world, and so they proselytize from existing believers. Usually they use the law, appealing to Christians' desire to be righteous. They claim to be more righteous than other Christians. At best, they become sheep stealers. And at worst, heretical false teachers like the Jehovah's Witnesses or the Mormon who claim that you need their extra revelation in order to fulfill God's purpose. But God's law is not intended for the elect or the select few. God's law addresses universal issues, killing, unfaithfulness, theft, disrespect, etc., etc. Many of the same people who reject the Ten Commandments out of hand double down on those four or five commandments that they do support. And therein is the opening for the scribe instructed in the kingdom of heaven. For there, a scribe instructed in the kingdom will relate God's desire for blessing to all people. Furthermore, God's law reflects much practical wisdom that ordinary people can relate to. A soft answer turns away anger, but a harsh answer stirs up strife. Boy, we need that wisdom in our public life today, don't we? Do unto others as you would have them do to you. That golden rule is very popular with the secular crowd in our nation and world today. You reap what you sow. That's a Bible expression, but it has its secular equivalent. What goes around comes around. Another piece of Bible wisdom. If you only love those who love you, what are you doing that is extraordinary? Don't even criminals do that much? And he who does not work, neither should he eat. The law of God is filled with so much practical wisdom that people recognize as true. In fact, they've known it in other guises in all of their lives. And these Bible insights can be applied to human relationships to overcoming addiction, even to financing. 
There are those who make their living going around giving talks about what the Bible has to say on each of these topics and how you too can live a better life if you live according to its principles. But those who only teach these things give the crust without the filling. For God intends more than just we should live a better life in the 60 or 70 years that he has allotted us. God's desire is that we should enjoy eternal life with him. And the gospel of the kingdom points to Jesus Christ, the God who entered humanity, that we might receive that eternal blessing. This is the new song spoken of by the psalmist when he said, Glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. That's the song of Christmas where we celebrate God's entry into human society to bear our sin and give us God's righteousness. And our Lord Jesus Christ came as the Son of Man who proclaimed the kingdom of God. And he taught it in ordinary language, in the parables to ordinary people. Why? To exclude the proud. As he says to his disciples, to you I speak plainly, but to others I speak in parables, lest they hear and understand. The kingdom of heaven extends beyond this life. Hence the resurrection miracles of our Lord, the raising of the son of the widow of Nain, Jairus' daughter, and of Lazarus. Hence the teaching in today's reading about judgment and the separation of those ruled by God from merely outward adherence. And hence the climax in Christ's own resurrection and the promise of the Spirit from beyond. The gospel centers uniquely on the person of Christ, the God-made man. And that is what is utterly new and unique about the kingdom of heaven. And the gospel centers on Christ who said, No one comes to the Father but by me. The Christ who said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. The Christ who said, whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. The Christ who said, there is no other name under heaven given by which we may be saved. Whereas the law is universal and everyone can recognize its wisdom, the gospel of Christ is unique and revealed only to those whom the Lord our God will call. You are called to be scribes instructed in the kingdom of heaven. You are to read, study, hear God's word so that you can relate its message to those around you. You are to be the instruments by which God calls others to this unique faith in our Lord Jesus Christ and attain the gift of everlasting life. As your life is guided by that word of Christ so you can show others how knowing Christ makes a difference in life as you forgive, as you persevere, as you seek the good of others, as you trust in God through the ups and downs of life. You can listen and recognize the needs of people around you. 
whether to know who is in charge of the universe, you can tell them. Or where to find help with a problem, or where to find strength to do what is right. To the sorrowful, you can share the Savior who was betrayed, who suffered, who died, who shares our sorrows, who wept at Lazarus' grave. To the joyful, you can show where thanks and praise can be directed, the God from whom all blessings flow. You can show to those who are burdened by guilt or regret or failure, a God who loves not the proud and successful, but the weak, the ashamed, and the discouraged. For every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like the master of a house who brings out of his treasure what is new and what is old. You are called to grow in the word and build the kingdom by sharing the old universal truths of God's law and the unique way in which Christ calls and blesses those who come to him. May the opportunity of sharing the treasures of the kingdom of heaven give you meaning, joy, and blessing in your days ahead. Amen. Amen. And may that peace of Christ which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in that true faith to life everlasting. Amen. Amen.